once again to another hot shot. My name is Peter Pilgrim, DevOps specialist, Java enterprise and platform engineer, and Java champion. How do microservices in the M over SOA deal with data? Software engineers, developers certainly write a lot of code that process data. We do this almost blindly, daily. Perhaps you care less uh, about the data that we are asked to process. And I certainly can understand this way of thinking and working when we build our microservices. All we do care about is where that data comes from. How does it arrive there? And how do we process that data? Do we need to push that data onwards to other service? Does it need to be saved to a persistent store? Do we need to transform that data from one type to another form in the middle of the operation? That's the data, isn't it? Data is data after all. Coding data essentially is the life of a software engineer. Information arrives on a message queue, um, a channel, a gateway, and we do something useful with it. Or we program um, some code that does something with it. We're actually we are applying business logic to this data. The same thing happens to data that arise from the user interface, the UI. Clearly, it's, it feels different, but it's really no difference. And the only difference, I think, is that our payload for that data is going to be JSON, uh, coming from some sexy JavaScript framework, or should that be TypeScript, as in Angular uh, and also React. Um, uh, if you don't know, you don't know. After all, it's still data, and ordinarily we might have to map, filter, reduce that data so that it transforms to some other meaning, namely an, an object-oriented representation in our favorite programming language, which I hope is Java. Of course, Java has its warts and all, uh, with boilerplate getters and setters and constructors, two equals and two uh, hash code and all that. Um, it's too much sometimes. We might be lucky enough to use a framework to help us transform JSON into uh, objects and back again, almost seamlessly. JSON-B, JSON binding, if you are using Java EE8, um, or Jackson, if you're not, uh, in from the Spring Boot world. We might be extremely lucky again if we write our microservices in an alternative JVM language, such as Scala, Groovy, or even Coitlin, since these modern languages support the idea and the concept of case classes. Even then, we are programming with data. Do we actually understand or even care about the data that we're working with daily? So, I'm going to go to Wikipedia now. Tap, tap, tap. What's the meaning of data at rest? Well, Wikipedia explains data at rest in information technology means inactive data that is stored physically in any digital form, be it a database, a data warehouse, spreadsheet, archive, tapes, off-site backups, and mobile devices. So even data stored in your tablet or in your smartphone right now is data at rest. 
the information that developers uh, are writing, uh, they're working with data at rest most of the time. So what happens to customers' data in your microservice that you're writing now in your professional job? After that microservice that you've been programming for five hours of the day has processed that information, where's that data further published to or pushed on? I bet it's to another microservice. How does it flow there? What kind of conduit are you using? Is it RabbitMQ, Kafka, uh, ActiveMQ, or some other exotic type of um, framework that nobody else knows about? But if you don't know where your data is going, who else does? What happens if your data is saved to a database? Is it persisted to AWS, RDS? I must um, uh, expand my acronyms there. Amazon Web Services, Relational Data uh, Service, e.g. Aurora or MySQL in the cloud inside your production environment. So data at rest for many engineers is the storage state of the data where it, it uh, actually retrieved or actually uh, saved to. You can think of this as long-term storage, and kind of. Your business might have some concerns where this data is stored. For instance, in the cloud environment, you can be sure that you have to be sure that data is fixed now to a geographical region of the world. If you're a European if you are a citizen, rather, of the European Union, and Britain still is, the UK still is, then we have uh, agreements and legal agreements and compliance to, to ensure that customer data does not leave the uh, geographical region of the EU. Um, some companies from North America might have safe harbor agreements that the data is actually transferred across the pond, the Atlantic, but they would be wrong at this time uh, in order to do this. Um, let me double check that with GPDR. I'm sure I'm actually right. So what does it mean for microservices? It means that, that for applications, you have to ensure that you know where that data is going. And so uh, AWS, I'm picking on Amazon again, Amazon Web Services has this concept of regions for most of its services. Uh, I can develop a microservice application in the UK and ensure that my VPC, a, a virtual private cloud, and uh, is in a designated region and has the required availability zones that are fixed to, say, EU London, EU West 2. I'm pretty certain that my data at rest will be fixed to the UK. I know this because I can launch EC2 instances in this region only. And as long as I configure the security groups and ensure that the applications and the services running on EC2 instances cannot see outside of this region, and I've protected the ingress and also the egress and the outgress for these uh, applications, I can be fairly certain that my data at rest is inside the UK uh, region. And if it's not, I would be, take this up with Amazon, but well, not me. But this billion-dollar company wouldn't have a leg to stand on if it was ever proven by security hack that data can leak across regions within its 
infrastructure, and I believe it doesn't. I know it doesn't. I trust them. I'm sure lots of people trust them as well. So data at West is clearly important for customer data in terms of compliance, data uh, for customers' privacy, uh, GPDR. And if you really want to be safe, then they say always encrypt your data at West as well. Anyway, that might be for a future episode. So data in use uh, from a Wikipedia has is also uh, taken to mean uh, active data in the context of being in a database or being manipulated by an application. Uh, so generally, that's what um, developers are doing these days. They are um, actually working uh, data at use. So for platform engineers and DevOps, understanding where data is in use and also at rest is super important for AWS has also uh, and, um, a service uh, EKS, Elastic Kubernetes Service, which is available to regions only in the USA at the moment and North America which means it precludes that any sort of development here in the Europe or in the UK at the moment uh, and to that EKS is rolled out to our region, then we can't really use it as a compliant data solution in financial services. So another example is uh, Amazon's simple storage service, AWS S3, and you can configure, configure buckets, um, key value stores, and you can actually serve static web pages uh, from S3 via EC2 instance. Uh, it's quite simple to create and uh, deploy this and test it yourself. Uh, if you and your applications and friends of your applications use S3 as a really simple and cloud native FTP file transfer mechanism, you really have to ensure and protect a continuous review that your S3 mechanisms and permissions uh, are are there. You really have to be, uh, be ensure that uh, users and and things that are connected to your S3 are authenticated and are authorized so that you can only they can see that data, which is going to be critical, uh, that uh, data at rest that they're entitled to. I could have said that with a lot simpler words, but I think I'm going to stop there and for this part of data. Hey, whatever you're doing, enjoy whatever you're doing in the world, and bye for now. technology production you can copy the data the media and the code but you must always attribute the source you can follow us on twitter at peter underscore pilgrim or go to the website zenon.co.uk shares likes comments feedback always appreciated enjoy your day make it a good one bye for now